Hello, it's Josephine here, your performing arts business strategist and coach. Today I am talking about the very thing that a lot of people that are presenting shows and studio owners are struggling with at the moment, and that is the backlog of productions due to COVID. So if you were due to do a show last year, but then you had to postpone it to this year, (laughs) you know who you are, um, then you know that that is pretty major and there are a lot of pros and cons that are involved in delaying a production. So today I'm going to be talking about the very question on many people's lips, must the show go on? Do we really have to do it? Do we have to do it this way? (laughs) Is there a better way? Should we do it at all? all the questions, right? I'm going to talk about what happened to me um, this season and how I've just come off the back of six months worth of production done in 30 days. That's right. It was mental. I'm going to share with you what I've learned from that that experience. Um, And I'm going to answer the question, must the show go on? (laughs) Let's tackle it. Hey there, I'm Josephine Lancuba and you're listening to Business Arts and All That Jazz. I've been immersed in the creative business world and performing arts industry for over 20 years. I know from experience that being an artist, a creative or running a creative business can be a tough gig, but I'm here to tell you it's possible. I went from having zero dollars to my name and living below the poverty line to then living paycheck to paycheck, to finally living a life of comfort, happiness, passion, and even stability. In this podcast, I peel back the curtain and share with you the ups and downs of my journey. Plus, I tap into the minds of creative industry experts to discover their paths to success. I know you have a spark inside of you, that little voice that tells you to reach for the stars. I want to help you step into your limelight to have the courage to live a life you dream of, a life that you design. So get ready to be entertained and inspired as we talk business, arts, and all that jazz. Hey everyone. Okay, I'm excited about this one because I am so fatigued, so fatigued, everyone, um, with what my January looked like. By the way, for everyone out there listening, happy Valentine's. It may not be Valentine's Day, but it's Valentine's week, I say. So if you didn't have a Valentine, that's okay. Give yourself some self-love this week. Buy yourself that Magnum. (laughs) And no, I'm not associated to Magnum anyway, but I do love them. Buy yourself a Chalky get yourself a bunch of flowers and put it on the kitchen bench, I say. If if your loved one didn't do that for you, then go and do it for yourself, right? So <laughs> give yourself some love, right? Because we know for anyone that is a producer in production or a studio owner that is backlogging those shows, you know how tough this season has been. So A lot of um, studio owners and musical theatre societies and all of these types of people that are putting on these shows, I've noticed in a lot of Facebook groups and forums are saying that they've had to delay their production dates. 
And this is because, well, because of COVID. Good old COVID comes again, right? Now, I've actually just done this. So to give you an idea of the level of what's happened in my world, um, firstly, I had a production of Oliver Jr. that was meant to happen in July 2021 that got postponed to December. I then had a Grease production, our senior production for the Musical Makers Club. I had that that was scheduled to be on in November was rescheduled to January 2022 and we've just finished that one. I also had The Wizard of Oz, another junior production that was scheduled to be in December 2021. That got pushed to January as well. And we did a back-to-back season where Wizard of Oz bumped out and Grease bumped in at the same theatre. Let me tell you, that was that was big. <laughs> that was big. Big on the team. It was a lot. Um, I'm going to talk about that. Um and I also write my own productions. I'm a producer and a writer. I created a show called Time Machine the Musical, which was sold um, to, you know, lots of vacation care centers and whatnot. And we had 1,200 seats sold for a January um, run of shows. And they, the client, po- the clients wanted to postpone because of Omicron and we ended up doing that and now that's been rescheduled to April. I have to say initially I was disappointed that that particular production, with it, that one's with an adult cast by the way, um, that particular production I was initially super disappointed that that got postponed to April because of all the preparation I'd done with my professional artists and the rehearsals and everything only to then have it not happen. Um, but then I realized it was a blessing in disguise because I'd overcommitted. Okay, so let's talk about that. Now, there are definitely pros in the show must go on. There are pros in that, right? So regardless of the outcome, whether you had to live stream it, whether you had to whatever it, do it via Zoom, whether you had to have it with no live audience and film it and whatever you had to do, or maybe you just pushed through and you said, you know what, we're going to do it to live audience and we're going to do it in term one, or we're going to do it in January or February or whatever. There are definite pros in still having the show go on versus cancelling it. Here's pro number one, right? Delivering on your promise. So, your clients, your audience members, your students, they're expecting a show outcome. Um, I think people's expectations have definitely dropped since COVID, no doubt, right? No doubt that people's expectations have lowered, which is a good thing. I think lowering the customer expectation is not necessarily bad because when you do deliver now, it's actually you're going above and beyond for them, right, considering the circumstances. So, you know, when you deliver on that promise in uncertain times, I think that makes you a bit of a rock star to your clients. I really do. And I think that there's some goodwill there. And I think that that's a definite pro, delivering on your promise. Another pro is feeling that feeling of accomplishment, right? I know that we had postponed our Oliver Junior production multiple times. 
we were on our third reschedule and I said to my team, my clients didn't know this, but I said to my team, honestly, if this gets bumped again, this is our third reschedule and it's six months later now, if this gets bumped again, I, I, I think we're done on this production and we need to just let it go. So there comes a time where you've pushed it and pushed it and pushed it as far as you can and then, you know, you need to at some point let it go and that's really hard. That's hard, especially in a studio environment when the kids have, or the students, if you've got adults, whatever, when your students have worked so hard towards the outcome and they don't get the result, that's really challenging. From a producer's point of view, it doesn't really matter if the show is postponed. I mean, there's obviously the loss of rehearsal time or anything that you may have lost with theatre bookings and rehearsal booking venues and who knows. Um, but it's a little bit different, right? Because you can just say, hey, we're going to do it in 12 months' time. Uh, we know that uh, Snow White, um, that one there was meant to be, that's a professional production. That was meant to happen like two years ago. That's Bonnie Lithgow Productions. And that got postponed. I've, I actually had an artist from my in-house agency, talent agency, a young boy, booked for that. And it was such an, an exciting thing because that would be his first professional stage production. Um, young boy, only like 12 years old. And unfortunately, it got bumped and then it got bumped again and bumped again. And we understand why. And two years on, I think it's nearly two years, something like that. Who knows, a year or two. Um, we still haven't got a show yet. And and I think it's in the works, but it's a little bit different um, because no one had booked seats. No one had booked their tickets. If you are a producer who has booked tickets, that's the other challenge. So we saw that with Oliver, right? Um, we postponed the show once. A couple of months later, then we had to postpone again due to COVID. So now we had ticket holders holding on to their seats for literally six months and most people were gracious and held their seats and we asked them to. We sent a call out saying, look, we we ask you to sit tight with us to hold on to your tickets and, um, you know, support us in that. And obviously most most people did, but some people couldn't or wouldn't, and you have to respect that also. So we did end up having to give out, any, I think it was a few thousand, like up to $3,000 worth of ticket um, refunds. That happened, and I don't share that lightly. I mean, we were disappointed about that, but we had to respect that not everyone would could make the rescheduled date. Not everyone wanted to make the rescheduled date, and some students pulled out of the production that's just what happens um, when you do a show six months after you're supposed to. It's the nature of it. But we did feel a great sense of accomplishment. So, you know, we delivered in our promise. Secondly, we felt accomplished in doing it. Not only did we feel accomplished, the students felt so accomplished. They're like, we did it, you know. I mean, we kept that show going through virtuals each week for the months after it got cancelled and that was really tough and it ended up being a bit of a support group for our students, to be honest, and a bit of a networking group where they just got together and talked and sometimes they just hung out, sometimes we just did sing-alongs and it was more about the community connection um, by the end of it. But that that was, I suppose, another pro, right, that we 
we maintained the community connection by delivering on that show and keeping them engaged through online. Um, I suppose that really leads me into my third pro, which is bringing joy to your people. So bringing joy to your people is so important, right? That's why we do what we do. That's why we bring our shows to the stage, bring our productions to screen. That's why we deliver these shows. It's not just about us. It's about the audience and the participants, right? So bringing joy to your people is a huge pro in making sure that the show must go on, right? But then but then there's a flip side, everyone. <laughs> there is a flip side um, and they are the cons and these cons are real. Now, we faced a lot of challenges and there were moments where we did ask ourselves, must the show go on? Who are we accountable to? Why are we doing this to ourselves? Is it necessary? Is it important? You know, you start to question yourself when you when you start to look at these other options of delivering on a production that you are now delivering in a way that you didn't want to deliver it in or you're not going to do it at all. Um, look, I think the con for us was we we did we didn't go into the red for the production so we were blessed in that sense but we definitely didn't make as much as we normally would i mean we were able to pay our staff wages we were able to deliver on our promise to our our clients and our participants and our audience members and we were able to make sure the theater was paid and all you know the costumes and all the things were were you know covered but that was about it. Um, we, like I said, we lost a few thousand dollars in ticket sales. And not only did we get refunds for ticket sales, but we also lost the opportunity for more revenue. So people that just didn't book because of the uncertainty. So yes, we, we refunded $3,000, but we also lost in potential sales. So there was definitely only half the audience there that we would have normally had. Um, which is great for COVID safety, but not great for business. That's just the reality, okay? So, you know, the con number one was that potential loss of revenue. So postponing the show to not an optimal time of year or delivering it in a way that you wouldn't normally or rescheduling it so far back that people have to hold on their tickets for six months. I mean, if you're a studio, you might get some students that actually didn't plan to re-enroll that are now dropping out of the production, all that stuff. So there's a potential loss of revenue there, no doubt. Um, if you delay or cancel um, or, or run it. <laughs> There's so many variants of that. Um, the other thing that is a con of running the show potentially is the energy suck. So I'm going to call it the loss of energy. Oh, my goodness, what an energy vortex it is to run a show in what's normally your holiday season. For us in Australia anyway, um, January tends to be the time off for studios and we were, we were busier than ever in January. We really were. So normally um, it's not like our office is closed during January by any means. We, we I still had 10 days off. I took 10 days, um, had a few days with the family in Coffs Harbour, then 
went on to just have like sit at home and chill, um, spend time at the beach with the family, see some friends, do the Christmas lunches and all things. But yeah, I had a, a 10 consecutive days off and so did all of the team. And then it was back to business. But normally what we'd be doing in January is just, you know, responding to inquiries, um, strategizing for the new year, planning, running our team training sessions, really just preparing. But instead, we were delivering productions. And I think there was a moment on, oh gosh, how many days? We were like six days back to back in the theater. And I think it was day four. And I could see the team felt a bit depleted. So that was hard. And we, we all had to have a bit of morale chat and a boost of energy. And, you know, um, it, it was, it was a challenging time, but and just, to, you know, I remember coming in and, and I had to remind everyone and myself why we're doing this. Like, remember, guys, this is our purpose. These are the reasons why we're here. You know, we have an obligation, which is not a, not a dirty word to me. Obligation is a positive word. We're obligated to the people we serve and we want to we wanna bring joy. Like, we can do this. We need to pack up our energy and we can do this. And we did, and we did. But there was definitely um, an energy vortex in January. And I know other people are feeling that, those people that have not getting the gratification of the results. So it doesn't matter who you are. You could be a producer for a musical theatre society. You could be a professional director. You could be a studio owner who couldn't run their concert. When you delay that gratification moment, not just for yourself, for your team and for your students, for your audience members, for your cast, you know, the energy lags, the energy lags. And that that was something we had to overcome. It was also hard because talking about energy, yes, it took so much energy to operate that in what's normally that down period for us. Um, but also then we had to kick back into gear like straight away. So then we did show week and then it's like, okay, back to the studio, back to, back to getting on with it. That's why I was glad in a way that my um, professional cast production was delayed till April because that would have been four separate show titles with multiple dates, four separate show titles within 30 days. We did three, but it would have been four. And that's a little insane. That's a little bit insane. So I think we overcommitted, to be honest, and we just said yes, um, which probably wasn't the best idea. So in a way, I think that was a blessing maybe that that particular production got shifted, even though it was sad at the time and the cast were disappointed. Um, okay. So, yeah, a con, that, lo- that potential loss of revenue and also the loss of energy you need to ask yourself as well, it has to be right for you. So even though we talked about delivering on your promise, we talked about, you know, that feeling of obligation and purpose, you've got to be true to yourself as well and ask if it's necessary. You know, in in the biz, we always say the show must go on. And I'm a big believer of that. I've always done that and I absolutely deliver. But then 
there are times where we really need to question this mantra of the show must go on and ask ourselves, must the show really go on? If it's going to diminish your funds, for example, you can't sell any tickets to it, um, people are dropping like flies, you've lost half your, half your cast, you've lost half the audience. If this is going to damage you financially, then I dare say you should probably consider if the show must go on. At that point, I would be saying, you know what? I, I'm a business. Remember, artists and creatives out there, we are still businesses, even though we are passionately driven. We are still businesses. If this is going to hurt you and put you into debt and really take from your family, is this the right decision? If you're not going to get paid at all, is it the right decision? You need to ask yourself these questions. I often remind my listeners, that's you, that we must treat ourselves as businesses. Actually, it's quite interesting. I was speaking to my bookkeeper today and, you know, I was just talking about how, you know, great it is that we moved on to this direct debit service over a year ago and it's really changed the scope of our business um, and our payment system, and it's just been the best, really. It's improved cash flow and everything. And she was saying, yes, it's just amazing how many people in your industry, she works a lot with gyms and um, recreational activities and dance studios and stuff, and she said, oh, it's so amazing how people in your industry just don't charge properly. Like she apparently sent her daughter to a studio, I don't know where, somewhere in Melbourne, to a studio and she kept asking for an invoice and never got sent one invoice until it was term four. So this is four terms now. And then she got sent a $1,000 invoice at the end of the year after her daughter had already done almost a year's worth of classes. Is that not ludicrous? I don't know about you. That's just crazy town to me. So for an entire year, sorry, you're going to hear me rumble a bit. There's like a moth flying in this room and I'm and I'm just going to let it out the door. Goodbye. Goodbye, moth. Okay, bye. Yay. Sorry, bug phobia over here. Just ignore me. <laughs> I've let it out. It's free. Okay, back to the podcast, everyone. Yeah. Oh my goodness, an entire year of not charging and just letting this student come without sending them an invoice even. That is insane to me. Guys, if, if you're listening and you resonate with that, you got to change it. But anyway, that's one side of the coin. So if you're not treating yourself like a business, you absolutely should. And if you're doing a production that's going to cost you thousands of dollars and not even break even for goodness sakes, then it's not worth it, right? The show mustn't go on. Um, and I think there's nothing wrong with being honest about that to your clients too. So if that's you and you're literally going to be so far in the red, it's not worth it on delivering, then you can be honest with your clients and say, hey, everyone, due to COVID we've, or whatever the reason, we've had um, a lot of people 
Um, a lot of audience members refund their tickets. We've had um, quite a few students withdraw from the production. Unfortunately, um, this is no longer a viable option to run the, the, the production this year. But we'll be back and we'll be doing our midgy show as normal and our Christmas show as normal and our whatever show as normal, like everything else is on. It's just this time we were affected. Thank you for your support and understanding and moving forward. That's it. Sometimes honesty is the best policy um, if it means it's not going to hurt you. Now, if you break even, I think it still could be worth it because you've received the fees for tuition if you're a studio owner. If you're purely a production, like as in you're producing a stage production for profit, then a break even is not really worth it unless it's an original production to which you're getting footage and photos and you're trying to um, get some promotional material together to sell on the show, then that's different again. But if it's literally just you're going to hit rock bottom financially, don't do it. <laughs> that's what I would say anyway. That's my that's my two cents right there, everyone. Um, yeah, so, you know, another thing is if it's going to cause you great angst, stress, and worry. Obviously, there's going to be a little bit of angst because anything that's delayed, um, you know, pre presents a challenge. I'm not saying that if it's challenging, don't do it. What I'm saying is if it's actually causing you physical stress and you can't cope and you're overwhelmed to the point where it's affecting your life, then you shouldn't, you should really consider, you should reconsider. Yeah and ask yourself, must the show go on? We always say the show must go on, but I question that. Must the show go on? Maybe it can be done differently. That's the other thing. So, you know, also reducing the expectation of the audience has been a natural progression over these last couple of years. So we did it a bit differently this time too. I think, you know, you can reduce the bells and whistles. You can have um, a lesser venue lesser costumes. At the end of the day, people just want to be entertained. They want to see the loved ones perform on stage or they just want to see that story presented to them. Um, all the bells and whistles don't necessarily have to be there. You can adjust it. You can do it differently. You can change your venue style, um, smaller capacity venues, all of that. You can do it differently. Don't be afraid of that. That's absolutely something you can do. And, you know, just be just be honest with yourself and really ask yourself if it's something you want to do. And if you didn't do it, how would that affect your business? How would that affect your life? Write a list. What are the pros for doing it? What are the cons? And then you've got to make a decision. I'm telling you now, the show doesn't have to go on. I've really changed my tune on that a lot, depending on the scenario. Um, like I said, we would have pulled Oliver Jr. after three reschedules. I almost pulled Wizard of Oz in January due to Omicron, almost because we had some kids drop out due to COVID. And then I spoke to some of my team members and they're like, let's just do it. Let's just do this. And I thought, yeah. And I'm so, uh, to be honest, I'm really glad I did. <laughs> I'm really glad I did. Um it wasn't perfect. It was fantastic, but it wasn't perfect. And I think the audience understood. I mean, we had um, one of our narrators in the story 
was had COVID and couldn't do the show. So we had someone on a voiceover microphone at the back of stage. We had a coach come on as a character, as Uncle Henry in one of the shows. Um, we just made it work and people got it and they didn't care and they were just happy to be there and support it, you know? So look, I'm happy that I did go on with the show but it's definitely a question now that I ask myself. I don't just fall into that definitive, the show must go on. I'm like, okay, let's think about that. Doesn't have to. If it does, do we need to do it differently? That's another question to ask yourself. Do I need to do it differently to make it work? And it's okay if it's a bit different to how you would normally present your work. It's okay. People are much more understanding and be kind to yourself. Anyway, guys, I hope um, you've gotten something out of that. If you need any help, I offer coaching services. Make sure you hit me up um, if you have any questions and you can find me on socials as usual. Thank you so much for today. Uh, We've got some guests coming up in some future episodes that I think you're going to really enjoy as well. And I've got another solo episode next week. Happy Valentine's week, everyone. If you don't have a Valentine, I am sending you my kisses into the stratosphere. Thank you everyone for listening. Bye-bye. If you enjoyed listening and would like to hear more, be sure to click subscribe. If you're really feeling the love, share us with your friends. To work with me or to simply find out more about the magic of creativity, arts and business, head to my website, josephinelancuba.com and you can find me on socials. I also have a book that I've co-written with a bunch of amazing entrepreneurial women called The Women Changing the World and you can grab a copy of that at josephinelancuba.com forward slash books. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.